From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. How are you doing, Matt? Doing pretty well uh, <laughs> here on this uh Kind of cloudy, overcast, beginning of the week. That's right. We're recording on a Tuesday. Normally, we'd like to record on Mondays, but it was Memorial Day. Yes. So as we honor those who sacrificed their life for our country, mm-hmm. so grateful for that. But did uh, you guys do any kind of barbecue sort of situation? Or Yeah, we had a few graduation, graduation parties, parties over the weekend. So our oldest is graduating <laughs> from high school, so a lot of her peers are also graduating. So yeah, kind of doing the graduation circuit, had some really meaningful times with with that, and then um, went to Knott's Berry Farm earlier today with uh, my son's fifth grade class. Oh, so you are just getting back right now. Yeah, within minutes. From being all day at Knott's Berry Farm with a bunch of fifth graders. Not just, well, you see, I thought it would be just our fifth graders, but what I didn't realize is every fifth grade in North America was there today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was exactly. literally 10,000 fifth graders at Knott's today. <laughs> oh, that's pure chaos. It's like always like making memories. It's good. Yep. But at the same time, brutal. Yep. So yep. you've got your cup of coffee going. I got my Oakland A's travel mug. Nice. Full so of you, some hot coffee. So we were just talking about this before we started, but like I, I had a cup of coffee after... Uh, lunch today because I had lunch with my sweet wife and my two girls because it's my wife's birthday today. Today. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, But yeah, so it's uh, Bee's birthday today, which is fun. Uh And so we had lunch and then we went over to White Sparrow, which is a Uh kind of hipster little coffee place in uh, Old Town Tustin. Nice. I don't even know this place. I know. It's... um, it's like right at the like four corners of where you've got like Centro and American Grub, and there's uh-huh. this little like bookstore, uh-huh. this new like used bookstore that area, Ooh. and then White Sparrow. So wow, okay, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, um, and so yeah, anyway, it was nice, but I don't, I shouldn't do, I sort of can't do a post lunch coffee. You're at that stage. Yeah, I'm at that yeah. stage of life. It'll it could affect my sleep, but it also I just kind of feel like I get you that. I'm gonna freak out, you know. <laughs> Ooh, this is gonna be a good yeah. pod right here. We are we are getting Eric on afternoon caffeine. <laughs> but it does like I either will freak out like that or I'll crash like one or the yeah. other. I don't know. It just sort of affects me strangely. So we may see both in this. This might be just like a mm-hmm. dual personality where Eric's gonna be super fired up, and then all of a sudden we're just gonna be like Eric. Yeah, Eric, just you sleeping. <laughs> just you go on some long <laughs> monologue on some aspect Which is of the pretty sermon. normal. Yeah. Yeah, likely, likely, uh, likely. But um yeah, man. So it's kind of this like fun time of year. We're getting yeah. to the end of the school year for yes. all the families and yes. good, good stuff like that. And so celebrating as you are celebrating your grad, which yeah. is pretty fun. Right. And um you don't have another one making a major transition, do you? Nope, just one of the four. Okay, finishing finish high school, our, our oldest, so it's the first time we've experienced a high yeah. school graduation as parents and as a family, and so pretty I exciting. Know. I will be attending your daughter's graduation yes. at Orange Lutheran graduation, yes. so looking forward to that. Yeah, it's at the Bren Center. I know it's exciting. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, uh, good stuff happening, celebrating all that. So do, you, do you know who the speaker is at graduation? Is it you? Yes. It's actually you. Yes. That's ins- that's amazing. I haven't written it yet. 
You haven't? I'm a little nervous. I haven't written. I'm doing like the CVCS, Capital Valley Christian Schools the next day. Yes. I haven't written that one yet either. Okay. What if you write mine? I'll write yours. <laughs> Chat GPT. Uh, <laughs> how, okay. How much time did they give you? I have. Did they tell you? Yeah. I have 10 minutes, but okay. that's in Matt Doan world. That probably needs to be about seven prepared. Yes. And then that will go a little bit farther. So I always add lib stuff. Right. So you got to be careful because this is the situation where you can't go over. No. Like they will hate you. Yes. The parents will hate you. <laughs> the kids will hate you. Yes. The school will hate you. Yeah, this is your lot, old. You got three lots, more kids. Lots of hatred. Yeah. So you got to be careful because people, oh, they so what they want to see that yep. day yep. is not you. <laughs> Everything that so, they're there for is not you. So <laughs> humble, humble brag. My yeah. uh, my brother in law just graduated from Harvard, Ooh, Harvard yeah. Business School. Okay. So he and my sister, That's a big deal. Yeah, he and my sister and their twins, and my mom and dad went out there last weekend for that. And the commencement speaker was none other than Tom Hanks. That's incredible. So I know. See, in that situation, they're there for yeah. Him. So that's what I was. That was my point. Is that if you have someone yeah. like Tom Hanks yeah. as your commencement speaker, you're like, oh, I hope he talks a little <laughs> bit. I want to hear some stories or yeah, just get to see him. But yeah, when it's like when they announce <laughs> the Orange Lutheran High School, and today we're honored to have an associate pastor from Calvary Church Santa Ana, <laughs> Matt Doan. Matt Doan, can you come on up? It's just gonna be like a. <laughs> They're like, get this guy in and out. All the Lutherans are like, wait, we're letting this guy speak too? <laughs> and a non-denominational like, guy. <laughs> so That's my amazing. plan, I'd love to hear your plan. My plan mm -hmm. is, well, we have a, there's a theme verse for the school, okay. which is from Lamentations 3.23. And so it's, I'm going to just stick to that. Okay. And then what I'm is, gonna, I don't even, I don't honestly know that. That's, by that's heart. the um, grace, life, faithfulness. It's, you oh, know, these yeah, mercies yeah, are yeah, new yeah. every morning. Yeah, grace, life, faithfulness. So I'm going to get right Actually, to that verse. I've had a kid and a wife in it, this school <laughs> for the whole year, and I didn't know what that verse was. <laughs> it's the 50-year anniversary and of the school. it's 50th year as well. Yeah, wow. Okay. So I may mention that, and then mention the verse, and then point to Jesus, and then get off the stage. Okay, that's That's good. my goal. What about you? So I'm in trouble a little bit, okay, because Capo Valley Christian School. Yes, our own Dave Baker. Dave Baker, elder at, Cal at Calvary Church, is the interim head of school there. So that's uh -huh. why I'm... Uh, speaking because he has made the theme of yes. the school like their theme verse is Nehemiah eight ten yes which is the whole joy of the Lord is my strength verse eat the fat and drink I, the sweet and I stopped by Dave's office uh, beginning of the school year mm -hmm. just to say hi what's going on and at that moment he was passing out your book yeah to every staff member on campus. So yes. they did an entire staff read of, of God, God joy. joy. Yeah, I know it's true. And so that's the theme verse. So why are you in God trouble? Joy. This is great. Because guess what, dude, <laughs> I have seven minutes. <laughs> that's what he's given me was seven minutes. Okay. So I got to plan like five. I mean, that's like saying my name in five <laughs> minutes. So what I mean by I'm in trouble is when you've written, I've written an entire book on this. Yeah. I've got a lot of content yeah. that I could use, so I have to just hone it down. It's almost like give the elevator speech for yep. the book. Yeah. So just give the heart, give the give the core purpose. But I want to. I just need to think of like one kind of funny story too, because you yes. want to you want to have people like enjoy it, not just sort of preach at them. For sure. But uh, anyway, but I, it's. I thought maybe be in trouble because they've all read your book, and so they need like, hey, give me something new. <laughs> I've already heard. I know. This. Seriously. Remember that story in my book. 
that you read (laughs) (laughs) or that book that got passed out to you that you never read (laughs) but uh yeah so anyway we're we're going to be doing some graduations this weekend it'll be good times are you wearing a cap and gown i'm uh they do want me to wear regalia oh wow do you have that i actually did find it in the back of like b's like closet where she has like some like long formal dresses and it was like in the back with those and (laughs) uh, so it's got like the hood thing Uh and the um it was like the master's degree one, like my Talbot one. It has yeah. like, it's a little nicer. I don't have a doctorate, so I don't have like the one with like the three bars and all that kind of stuff on it. But that's like the super nicer one, uh-huh. which you will get someday soon. Well, that's my only goal to get a doctor's. I want the little like um, hat, the little, <laughs> you get like a hat too. Because does Talbot not do a mortarboard hat? Do you know uh, that's no doctorates get the little they what's get it like called more like, like a beret kind of yeah thing? beret that's yeah, what I'm that, thinking of they get the beret that's all yeah. that's the only reason I'm doing this yeah the berets are cool so I'm not gonna wear the hat okay they said no don't wear the hat just wear the the robe and the hood thing okay wow yeah interesting no, but huh? is it black it's black now capo I think they're like red and gold. So are you going to be the only guy wearing black? Everyone else is wearing. are there robes that I mean school colors maybe like it doesn't mean that that's true. Like, my high school was red and black, but our but you robes were, were black. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not. Th- it just depends. It just depends on what the school does. Yeah. All right. That's enough on That's okay. enough on this. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we uh, we are here today to mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about um, a little bit from Sunday. Oh, he's got the papers, guys. Oh, he's got a full page of handwritten There's notes. There's literally less white space than words there on this page. Yeah, it is. I, I know. I'm excited for that. I've got... I've got my notes here, but um, just like even reflecting a little bit before the straight passage, but just the morning being with all of our, I mean, all of our church when it comes with English, American Sign Language, Spanish, and then the Mandarin of Logos Bible Church that is sort of kind of half renter, half integrated with Mm -hmm. us uh, at some level. And um, and then having first grade and up in the service yeah. as well from kids like middle schoolers helping lead worship, yeah. uh, high schooler, uh, one very special high schooler for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Samuel Doan. Yeah, yeah. Samuel Doan was playing acoustic guitar mm. and, uh, and then, uh, you know, and then just uh, whatever normal adults do yeah. on stage, people as old as, as me and you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the morning. Yeah. I, mean, I even said this, um, from the platform, but, uh. The idea that, you know, our vision as a church is to be this family, truly mm-hmm. a family, not just like in words, but like we literally feel like a family yep. when you walk in and then we're being changed by the gospel, right? We're, I mean, we're better together. It's part of that um, tagline, changed by the gospel. So Jesus is changing us to live <laughs> upside down in his kingdom, uh, not what's natural, but what's supernatural. And then out of that being changed, we love like Jesus across all cultures and generations. And what I love is that like that vision comes to fruition on like a church united sunday absolutely you know what i mean yeah. like it's the yeah. cultures you have like the little kind of sounds of like kids kind of murmuring uh-huh. within the service and even some babies i heard crying yeah. and like that's yeah. the generations and then you have like as you look out on the church from our perspective you see different <laughs> colors of hair i'll try to be careful with this but uh <laughs> no, hair true. And, and then obviously cultures too and yeah it's just it's a beautiful beautiful picture of what we want to be as a church yeah that's absolutely right and i love it too i did get you got a little emotional on stage. Yeah, at one I point, did. And I did. I was feeling it on, I don't know, one of like the like the third song we were singing yeah. or something. I was like, I was feeling it myself yeah. too. Of just like where does that, that come from? Um, that that emotion. I, I think it's 
like a longing that we have to be one as Christ says we are one. Yeah. That's like the only thing I think that's like what I feel like I'm feeling in yeah. that moment is that oneness. Yeah. And that oneness is a beautiful thing. That's even one of our values is oneness. Yeah. It doesn't mean hmm. that we're the same, but we're one, right? We all have our uniqueness, which is good. And we celebrate that uniqueness, but we come together as one in Christ, right? It, it seems like in this cultural moment too, there's, there's so much division, obviously. I don't have to even do much work to convince you of that. Like yeah, it's just yeah. such a polarized world. Um, and, and even within like um, affinity groups, there's polarization, right? <laughs> like you could Absolutely. have like, this is a dumb example, but you have like people that love pickleball, but it's like, oh, I like it only on this turf surface or only right. mixed or doubles. Or, or like my joke <laughs> that bombed about like angels and Dodgers. Like, oh, that bombed. It did bomb pretty hard, but I was staring right at Dave Baker. I knew you were. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Dave Baker's second mention on the podcast today, I knew you were staring right at him. I don't think it was a bad joke. I think the delivery was like a little rushed. It's kind of like, let, let it sink in for people. They didn't have time to let it sink in. <laughs> I feel like I maybe or I let it sink in for way too long. <laughs> maybe that was it. Maybe it's the opposite. <laughs> One or the other. But, but yeah, yeah. No, I know. But yeah, but like that's baseball, but we all have our own little. Yeah. Amongst people that love baseball. Right. <laughs> so, but to have this vision and then to see it come together as like, oh, we're united. We're all the same purpose. Mm-hmm. Different languages, backgrounds, experiences, ages. We're all worshiping God together. It's like, mm-hmm. I think it's just emotional. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we love that. Love to see that happen. And then even the um, party on the patio that happened, yes. as you re- referred to. And it was so awesome. And I mean, the weather was nice and mild, so it wasn't you weren't getting roasted out there in the People patio. People stuck out there, huh? People stayed out there. It was incredible homemade tamales. Did you get one? I did get I one. I didn't get one. Oh, you didn't get one? No. What were they like? I did. It was really good because it was... Uh, my biggest thing is I like when a tamale is not dry. Mm-hmm. So they, it did feel like it had like a good amount of like moisture still in yeah. it. And uh, I like that. So that I think it's just like really fresh. Yeah. And um, well, they were made that morning. Yeah, I know. It's just incredible. <laughs> so I so saw amazing. like a little insider to that. So there's sweet ladies from our spank ministry in the kitchen. Yeah. Preparing the tamales and they had bricks on top of the pots. So they're mm. putting it into the pots and then putting the cover on and then putting bricks. And I was like, what's the purpose of yeah. that? It's just family tradition. It's like family tradition <laughs> that like funny. you close the pot and you put bricks yeah, on it to like really cool. seal it. Oh, uh, that's cool. And so maybe that's the secret right there. Hey, bricks are the secret, man. I like that. Okay. <laughs> Not in the pan, but on, right on top. top, just on top of the lid, huh? Keeps yeah. it down. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I like that. Uh, so yeah, so we had that whole thing happening. By the way, speaking of um, of being one in our polarized world, I think we should speak of, I think I know who can sponsor the podcast really? this week. Yeah. yeah. So today's episode of the Calvary Life podcast is sponsored by Ed Stetzer and his oh. book, Christians in an Age of Outrage. Yes. Uh, so he is going to be speaking this Sunday at okay. Calvary Church. Mm-hmm. He's our special guest speaker. So I think it's just good for people to be reminded mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, we're very excited. Ed is the new dean of Talbot School of Theology, where you are a student. Yes. Because you are back doing your <laughs> yeah. doctorate, of, doctorate of ministry. And um, and yeah, so he is, he's speaking, and it's kind of just like on this, like mm-hmm. since how do we represent Jesus and his kingdom mm-hmm. while living in this, like such a 
polarized, divided world that we live in, right? And in, and all the other aspects of the world that we live in. You know, yeah. how do we represent Jesus in His kingdom above our own personal kingdoms, or even above our own country kingdoms and stuff like that? Like yeah. we represent Jesus. Yeah, there's this thought that's kind of floating around Christian circles, at least from my perspective, of we have to be kind mm-hmm. and and compassionate to people who have different viewpoints. And then there's kind of another camp that's like, we have to defend truth. Truth is being attacked. And this is not a time to (laughs) like, not that we're not kind, but it's like, that's not the most important Mm. thing. The most important thing is to defend. Mm -hmm. And I think really both can be accomplished. And I think that's what Stetzer's trying to say. Yeah. It's like, you can both be compassionate and kind yet also not waver in what you believe. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you, Ed. Ed, you will, we will let you know this Sunday that you sponsored the podcast <laughs> yes. and you, we will demand payment from you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how this works. We tell you, you sponsor it and then we ask for something. Exactly. What exactly. can we get? Uh, we could either get some of his books or he could just take us to lunch or he could speak at staff chapel for free. <laughs> I don't know. We've got like a few. Things I just kind of could... want a Talbot like... Oh, you want Talbot swag? Scarf. Okay, okay. Talbot scarf. I like that. First thing that came to my mind. I don't know why. Grace, uh, I don't know if she's going to be this year, but she's worked in the bookstore. I don't know if she could maybe uh, hook you up with something, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A little discount? (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Grace was, uh, I'm getting too distracted, but she was like basically a mailman last year. She would just did the packages because they deliver the packages out of the bookstore now. That's a great job to do. Yeah. It's like you're bringing joy to people with like a homemade you know, a package from home. Yeah, here you go. Here's your package. But yeah, so I think Ed will actually be really helpful though. I think for us is, Mm -hmm. um, is what we hope, uh, that this Sunday just speak on that. Cause I think we're also entering, we've been in this cycle in our country and world or whatever of like the sort of the news cycles, like kind of determine how much you like or don't like your brother or, you know, something like that. Right. Like where it feels like whatever the thing is, that's sort of hot right then Mm -hmm. is the thing that, makes you mad at somebody or not Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like that's not healthy for us and we know that but how can we still represent jesus and still stand for truth in some way without that meaning we have to like slam them like the goal is not to defeat our you know the people that disagree with us yeah so well there's there's an interesting note that i've heard i don't have like a stat attached to it but like uh, often when people are in cults and they're convinced otherwise they don't turn to christianity they just turn to nothing they turn Mm. to atheism agnosticism Hmm. so it's the idea that sometimes even if we defend our position we may change somebody from from the opposite position but that doesn't mean that they actually come to christ right right so right and i don't you guys probably just don't know this but ed is like he's like the person that the media goes to when they want to hear what a christian thinks about something right I mean, all the major outlets and he's just kind of become like a spokesperson for totally evangelicals in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear from him. It's funny as pastors at a church, it's like you have a guest speaker and you kind of, you kind of know what you're going to get, but you also never know what you're going to sure. get. <laughs> so you hope it goes well. <laughs> kind of like our graduation. <laughs> speeches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lou, we're not sure what we're going to get out of this guy this Friday night. <laughs> but... Yeah. Capo. Good luck. <laughs> Eight minutes? That's a joke. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but doesn't it make you, though, when it's so short, doesn't it make you kind of think, like, I don't really have to prepare that much, but it's like maybe you have to prepare more. You know what's funny over my evolution of speaking in public? I remember doing, like, a five-minute talk in high school, and it felt like it might as well have been eight hours. Like, how do you talk for five minutes? Yes, yes. 
And now you're right. That's basically saying your name. Well, this podcast proves it, right? We just have the gift of talking. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right. So this Sunday, though, in that United Service. Are you gonna, wait, are you going to mention the pod in your graduation talk? <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll mention it if you mention it. Okay, deal. <laughs> I, you, you go first, so I'm just going to not do it. No, there's no way. 100% will not mention can you our figure podcast. Out a, you can figure out a way to like just mix it in. Yeah. Like I was saying this week on the Calvary Life podcast, or like I heard from the famous Matt Doan on the Calvary Life podcast, or maybe we or- quote each other. <laughs> maybe Orange Lutheran and uh, and Capital Christian should sponsor the podcast as well. Ooh, hey. We have three sponsors this week. Well, I think we both would like it if Orange Lutheran would sponsor it. We're both paying tuition there. So. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would be really nice. <laughs> All right. um, but yeah, so Luke 5, 27 to 32 yes. is this passage where... Jesus calls Levi, who we come to know as Matthew, mm-hmm. um, calls Levi to follow him. Now, Levi's this tax collector. And uh, so Levi does. And then he has his party at his house with all his other tax collector buddies and some other people. And uh, the Pharisees get mad about that. And they question Jesus and his like kind of core disciples, like, why do you do this? Like, yeah. what's the deal? And uh, And this is that famous passage where Jesus says, it's not the... Uh, the healthy who need a doctor, it's the mm-hmm. sick. And I didn't come for those who think they're righteous, but for those who know they're yeah. sinners and need to repent. So that's the that's what we're talking about, as we talked about on Sunday. Um, yeah, such sh- good lines in this in this message that oh, good. you came up with. And I'm just curious, too. I mean, this is a passage you've read before. I feel like this whole Luke thing, though, has just had like kind of fresh lenses for us as we've taught through it, thought through it. But yeah, how did this hit even hit you particularly? You said, oh, I've been a Christian a long time. It's even easy for me. Yeah. You know, at times to feel jaded when someone comes to Christ. Not like you're not happy for that, but it's like, oh, we'll see if it really sticks. Or Right. Know? Yeah, that's what I was, I know. I do feel that. So I was saying how, you know, I've been a, I'm 48 years old and I, I mean, I was raised in a Christian home and I came to faith at like, not, I was like 10 years old, nine, 10 years old, somewhere in that range. It was the summer before fourth grade. And, um, so that's a long time, yeah. right? I've been a Christian for a long time and was raised in it especially. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm essentially, like I said, like a religious leader, yeah. right? As the yeah. text says, <laughs> yes. the Pharisees and religious leader, I'm a religious leader. That's yeah. what I, that's what I do. And so it's like, Oh, it's always brutal when they're, they tend to be sort of the bad guys in the story. Mm-hmm. And that's who we probably most like like kind of resemble to or yeah. Rese- yeah, resemble not yeah. really to no that's right um but yeah so i'm just thinking about this and i i know that you know you hear about oh justin bieber gets gets saved yeah. or and then you know and then he has a song a year later that's like where he gets his weed yeah and you're just like uh yeah you know you're like yeah. shoot like i don't know what's happening and, yeah. and so I think you can kind of get like, and again, that doesn't mean he's not like saved, mm-hmm. but you're just, it's like a, it's a rough, a rough go where you're yeah. kind of like, what's going to happen here? And it was like, I don't know, just these celebrity, celebrity, anythings. I think I get a little bit uh, sure. skeptical of. I even think like, you know, I go to the Harvest Crusade every year, which is coming up in July this yeah. year. It's a little bit earlier and it's actually going to be <clears throat> a little side note, going to be at the Honda Center this year. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. They had some scheduling things with the angels. And so it just worked out to be at the Honda Center. Interesting. But sometimes you're even skeptic. Like when you walk, see like hundreds, thousands of people yeah. walk forward, you're yeah. like, oh, really? Is this just a moment or is this really going to yeah. define the rest of their life? And yep. so, because we know a lot of people who that it just becomes a moment, right? right. So right. yeah, it can be easy to 
I'm sure the Pharisees are like, oh, we'll see if this tax collector really, you know, as soon as Jesus leaves town, he's going to turn right back to his ways. I know. And I wonder if, like, I, I kind of wonder if the tax or if the Pharisees had good reason to think sure. that maybe they did in the same way that you might think, like, eh, I don't know if all these people are getting saved down right. on the the on the field at Angel Stadium or they just kind of wanted to slide into second base, <laughs> but like, you know, or whatever. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's like where the stage is probably, but you know, maybe third. Um, but, but like, but that kind of a, that kind of a thing, maybe yeah. they even had good reason at war. They would even be able, they would think they had good reason right. to doubt this tax collector. And it's, I mean, it's crazy because it's this sort of like, Let's say like right now, if we're kind of like Russia, some enemy of ours yeah. or something, you know, or yeah. or something like that, where it was like a guy out of like part of like the Russian military or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. Putin's right hand man. And he's like, nah, I'm a Christian now. And you're like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. You know, like that kind of stuff. Or, yeah. Or even the, it would be like a U.S. I know. General. Like, yeah. Yeah. That traitor. <laughs> so to, it's part of our like yes. team. And then, yeah. Finding out that they're really trading like secrets or something yeah. yeah spy for the russians or whoever thinking, the north koreans so <laughs> i think it was you and maybe even part of the brainstorm thing that we had done about a month before you gave this talk on sunday i had never really thought about tax collectors being equivalent with like you said the mafia or like a terrorist or yeah. i mean that level it always felt like tax collector was like yeah not super like kind of shady guy but not yeah. to the point of like shaking people down or like mm-hmm. almost a person that like oh here comes tax like Go there to the road because he could do something to us right, right now. Like, I hadn't thought about it as a dangerous job. I'd only thought of it as a more an annoying job. Yeah. But it was interesting yeah. how you described that. I know. That's just like, I, I don't know. I was just trying to think of that. We did discuss that. And you think of whoever this person is because he's got these people that can do his yeah. his sort of like hitman work. Right? right. He's got the Roman soldiers. He's got the ear of the soldiers. Yeah. yeah and they can, they can help him out. This is a weird one. Um like the way that the chosen chose to um, the chosen chose so that's funny. <laughs> uh, the way the chosen chose to uh, display the tax collector of, of yeah, Matthew. If you've seen the chosen, if uh-huh. you've seen this, it's interesting. It's just kind of interesting to think about because sure. whenever something comes in the media, it really does impact your um, your mental imaging. Yeah, when you start to read these and you just watched some series on mm-hmm. it or something, mm-hmm. or you watched passion of the Christ like a while back. And then it's like, you're reading the crucifixion and that's the image you have in your mind. Yeah. Um, and for better, for worse, like sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Uh, and he's got this sort of kind of like, I think kind of the vibes, like a little Asperger's oh, for or sure, you know, yeah. right. Like that kind of situation. Yeah. And he's, um, he's kind of a quirky guy, very kind of like neat, kind of OCD, maybe yeah. even, um, almost, uh, almost verging on a little effeminate or something sure. like very clean and, you know, just kind of like what, like the rest of the guys are very blue collar fishermen, fishermen. Yeah. carpenter. Yeah. 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 I think it's the idea even of, Oh, this guy was already out of the margin or out of the norm socially. Yeah. So this would be an option for him job wise because no one else wants this job. And yeah. it's kind of like, he's already been shamed in his life. So you yeah. can just join this. Was, yeah. That's an interesting take, huh? Yeah, it was. And he was almost, uh, but he kind of like started out as like a, he was like a reluctant almost, yeah. you know, to be mean to people. Yeah. But he was just a, like a rule follower. Right. He's such a rule follower that if they weren't doing the right amount, it was like, no, you have to have the right amount. Yes. Like in that kind of counting the sort of rain man, count the 246 toothpicks or whatever, you yeah. know, like yeah. that kind of situation. Whereas 
it could have been that. And there's a lot of tax collectors. I'm sure they're all very different from one another. Yeah. But it also could have been someone that was a little more of like a Italian mafia capo right. that's coming in and <laughs> taking, taking their cut. Reminds me of a dumb story, but it's uh, we had one of our cars that was struggling with smog because we had a Cadillac converter stolen and we had to replace oh, yeah. it. And so anyways, they sent us to this thing called a referee station <laughs> in Huntington Beach where oh. it's like if your car can't pass smog, but there's like it's because of a mechanical issue, you go to this place. Okay. So it says be here at 3.30. So, okay. So I get there. And of course, it's not quite 3.30. <laughs> More like three thirty-six when oh, I pull up, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the guy's like, "Can't help you." And there's no one else there. It's the entire oh. like open um, bays of mechanic, just him and me. I'm like, "Why can't you help me? You weren't here at three I'm like, "I know, but I'm here now." Yeah. And how long does the test take? He's like, "About fifteen minutes." I'm like, well, "What time do you close?" He's like four. <laughs> like so, doing the math right there. I'm like, "You could still do the test." He's like, sorry. Oh, I'm like, man. what? I'm like, seriously, I drove all the way from Huntington Beach to be here? Oh, man. That's Anyways, like the strict That's, part, that's more of an implication on me than it is on him, actually, now that I'm realizing I'm telling this story. Why is that? <laughs> I know. That was one of my favorite stories you've ever told. <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoyed it. I enjoyed every aspect of that story. Uh, I love it. <laughs> okay. But. Oh, yeah. You got questions? Yeah. Something you'd said that hit me was you said Jesus calls everyone, even those you dislike. Or at least I, kind of, yeah. I read that weird. Huh. Jesus calls everyone, even those you dislike. And yeah. then you put in parentheses, this was gold. This was a preaching point. <laughs> but it was, um, even if the person you dislike the most is you. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That yeah. hit me because probably the tax collector, yeah. Levi Matthew in this case, probably did have some self. I mean, we're reading way in this text, but had some self-hatred because he was hated by everybody else. Yeah. You kind of had to live with that. So you probably just even had some shame when you walked down the street, kept your head down, kept out of people's business. I just thought that was a really powerful point because a lot yeah. of us live with a lot of shame. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, yeah, I was just thinking about the way he must have been treated by everyone and the shame. Yeah, that shame that, that could build up if he's got any kind of heart inside of him, which I think mm -hmm. most people, even bad people do. Mm -hmm. He got some sort of, because he's a... Like I said, he's a bad person. Like yeah. this is whatever you would call a bad person. It's this, mm -hmm. a person that is a traitor and thief to his own countrymen, right? Yeah. And likely making decisions that cause people to lose their homes or their livelihoods and right? Like yep. that's just like that just taking, taking, taking. And then that might create you know, you lay your head on your pillow at night and sometimes that stuff that you've sort of been able to push aside yeah. the guilt starts to creep in and the shame mm -hmm. kind of creeps in and i'm sure most of you listening have had moments like this where oh. and even if it's not even the things that are like sinful choices sometimes it's just the stupid stuff we've done where yeah, we just, regrets yeah. yeah regrets yeah and that's creeping in and we hate ourselves or yeah. we dislike ourselves and like jesus is like i call you yes in the midst of what you've done i call you yes uh, and that's the beauty of while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, yeah. right? Like yeah. not while we were, while we were cleaned up and, mm -hmm. and made to look the part, Christ died for us. Yeah. And I think that's the lie, right? Like, yeah. oh, I, okay, I'm going to get, I'll start getting plugged into a church when I kind of get my act together mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll get closer to God later on in my life. But right now I'm just having fun in college or, yep. but it's like, oh, God calls you even when you're feeling at your lowest point or even feeling your own shame. What's cool is how that's a, um, I did have like, what's Levi's in my type notes. I did have like, what was Levi's view of himself? Does yeah. he hate himself? Yeah. But that line that like hit most is like, was written in pen. 
because mm. it was already all typed up and printed mm-hmm. and written in pen on my paper of something that came to me like mm. that morning or the night before it was mm-hmm. the it says jesus calls those you dislike most comma even when that's yourself yes that was good so do you think you're healthy um huh. yeah yeah that's yeah that's radical but um but it's important for us to remember because we all also have a person other than ourselves that we don't like. <laughs> so we have a kind of person we don't like. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's people that talk too much. Maybe it's people that don't talk enough. Like, you know, people talk, who show up late. People that show up late are people that demand you be on time. <laughs> 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 but um, like, there's there's all sorts of like people, and again, like, and and again, like, even as we brought up with the Ed Stetzer stuff, like, we are heading into another uh election cycle yeah we've just got everybody kind of you know (sighs) coming out that they're running (laughs) for president so you're gonna have within the like the republican side you're gonna have all these people running against each other before it get you know for the primaries and then it's gonna lead into the general um which is gonna get crazy it's gonna get crazy to be honest just pastorally and as a person i'm just not looking forward to this next that season of life we've got a year and a half of it you know we mentioned i was at knots today but um i turned to a parent one of the chaperones was with us we were in this big line for jaguar (coughs) and Mm -hmm. uh just wall-to-wall people inside like these small like little hallways and i'm like man how funny two years ago we would have never (laughs) like done this (laughs) because of covid and stuff and now it's like we're kind of back to normal and some of the yeah covid related seasons of our lives and um so it feels like a little bit of that just overlying tension of yep. our culture is sort of lowered just yep. a bit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, is it just going to ramp right back up? Yeah. I, I pray I not. Know. I pray not. I know. It does feel like it's it ha- the temperature has lowered a bit. Yeah. So I am I am concerned for the ramp up. But so in the midst of, though, as it ramps up, I think that stokes those flames mm-hmm. of, of dislike or annoyance or straight up hatred. Mm-hmm. And so it's like really important for us to recognize that, hey, Jesus calls people of all sorts and types yeah. and and changes them. And like he calls people and he, he does call people who he didn't, he didn't call like Levi and say, follow me, but keep extorting your fellow yes. you know your friends yeah repentance yeah repentance yeah. is part of this yeah. um huh. so sometimes that whatever he's calling people out of sometimes it's just a thing you don't like about them but sometimes it's like they're very mm-hmm. they're in sinful behavior very sinful behavior mm-hmm. and so yeah like come and come and be changed by yeah. christ but not by but reminding us that yeah. we're not the ones that change people that jesus calls them and changes yeah them. the idea jesus calls everyone from every background yeah every sin issue right like, right. I, I'm thinking when you were sharing that, I was thinking, and I'm going to say his name wrong because I've never actually heard it pronounced. I've just read it. I hate that. But, I know. <laughs> um, is Dylan Mulvaney? Is that how you'd say it? He's like the, yeah, for whatever reason, he's kind of, yeah, he's transgender yeah. and he's kind of, um, I think you said it right. He's kind of come out as like a spokesperson, if you will, or yeah. kind of an influencer. And like, can you imagine if you would just like, you got something on social media and you saw, I'm trying to think of like, Rick Warren. I'm trying to think something like Rick Warner, Ed Stetzer. Yeah. Like, here's Ed having breakfast with Dylan. You'd yeah. Like, Wait, what? Dylan's Why? just accepted Christ. Yeah, he's accepted <laughs> Christ. You're like, whoa, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ed just went and had like brunch with Dylan and 20 of his yeah. transgender friends. You're yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah, like, yeah. so there'd yeah. be both kind of an excitement of like, whoa, God's doing stuff, but also like a, maybe some like 
oh man, is that <laughs> is that an endorsement? Is that right, a um, right, right? Like, is are they really changing? Right. Right. Totally. No. Totally. I know. It's interesting because that that next part of the of the story with the party, it's a so Matthew has changed. He's you know he's like I'm leaving this. Yeah. But his friends he invites are all the other tax collector buddies. Right. And they haven't changed yet. Whoa. But Jesus is saying, hey, I'm I'm here. Yeah. I want you to meet me. Like Jesus, they, that's the whole point. Like yeah. I love that lens of it is Levi uh -huh. invites his sinner friends yeah. to a party to meet Jesus. Yeah. That's and that was the purpose of the party. Yeah. And it was to hang out with Jesus. Yeah. Um and then the response. So Luke 530 says the Pharisees go, why are you hanging out with such scum? Yeah. And like, I know. So I've never read this in the NLT before. NLT, take, uh, some, take some steps. Yesterday. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's like, well, that's, that's a word that does kind of relate to our world, right? Yeah, exactly. I know a lot of people that would have, that currently do call like people yeah. like, like Dylan Mulvaney scum. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting that yeah. like, this is, this is how we are to think though. Mm -hmm. This is to introduce people to meet Jesus. And yeah. we, as we are indwelled with the Holy Spirit, like we are bringing Christ to others. Yeah. And so it's good for us to be with people totally. that, are, that are quote unquote scum, according to this passage or sinners, yeah. as it would call it. Yeah. And you'd said yesterday too, or Monday, Sunday, you said, you know, new believers just have this excitement to invite people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, as someone who's been a believer for much of my life, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, Holy Spirit, would you reignite that excitement? Yeah, just to invite people to Jesus. Yeah, um, and I think that's something I want to pray for our church too. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I'm feeling that. I even just like was walking around praying, like, Lord, just help me in this area. Like, help me in this area of evangelism mm -hmm. and open up conversations for me, please, God. Like, help mm -hmm. me to know when the right timing is to like engage a little bit further yeah. with someone. Like, just. I want to grow in this. I want to be more bold in this, mm. but I'm also asking for you, Lord, to like open up these opportunities for me to do that more. Yeah. Um, as again, as many longtime followers that can be a little jaded, you can also get a little uh, sort of um, in the bubble. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. You can get a little bit like where you're just around fellow believers all the yeah. time. And that's yeah. why it's so cool to even just hang around our colleague Armando Reyes. And, you know, you yeah. Armando shared <laughs> on Sunday, but he's just a guy who doesn't get jaded or doesn't seem mm -hmm. like he gets jaded about just letting unbelievers hear about the good news of Jesus. Like you're just around Armando and you just get excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I almost wonder sometimes we just even need to be around people. Even we need to be around new believers mm -hmm. or people who are excited about sharing their faith. Cause then that just rubs off. It encourages us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wholeheartedly agree. So yeah, so throw a party. Maybe it's a maybe it's an eight ten day you party. Did, you did throw in the eight <laughs> ten. <laughs> I wonder how many people were like, "What's that mean?" You it's know? coming up. Do you know? know. So you were on sabbatical last summer, yep. but we actually did an eight ten party here I at know. Calvary. We did uh, a barbecue. Yeah. It was really fun. It was like it was actually it was the week that the teachers were returning back to the campus from our Calvary Christian school, yep. and our staff joined them. We just had an 810 party. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. We're going to do that this year, too. Yes. With our teachers, and that's a thing. On 810 is like a Thursday or something, okay. so it's just like with our new teachers and, and our church staff mm -hmm. and stuff, we're going to have a little 810 lunch party, but you guys should throw 810 dinner parties well, how uh, cool to at be your house. To, from this point in the podcast till 810, someone you know comes to Christ. 
Ooh, yeah. Invite them to their very first 810. And then they can invite like all their tax collector buddies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, so then I got a little bit into the then the part on Jesus came to save the, yes. the sick, not the healthy, mm-hmm. and talked about sin. And mm-hmm. I don't know. You got a whole bunch. I, I, I'm talking too much. What do you got on your no, little, or, or you need to grill me? What do you got I think on it's, your a, it's a great question of just, um, do you think you're healthy? Mm-hmm. And so I think the first part of that was, are you here listening to this sermon with the assumption that you're a good person and mm-hmm. you've never dealt with the sin issue that you have? Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. to primarily just come to Jesus for forgiveness of your sins once yeah. and for all. Yeah, exactly. And you had this great quote from Glenn Packiam, who I love, Glenn. Yeah. He's actually a pastor here in Costa Mesa now, which is really cool. We moved from Colorado just this last year. Yep. So have you? I haven't had a chance to run into him yet, have you? I actually have not met him. I, although what was funny is I actually at like a pastor dinner thing. Yeah. Um, I met his, his wife came, but he was okay. out of town. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so yeah. I met his wife, Holly. But yeah. He seems him. like a good guy. My brother and my sister-in-law went to his church when they lived in Colorado. So okay. really happy that he's here in SoCal. But Packing has this great quote that you use. said, sin is a contagion and a captivity, which involves our complicity. Yes. Oh, Dave Mitchell would love to see. He would. Uh, three C's. I know. I wonder if he was there. He heard me alliterate. Yeah. But I had to quote someone but, else to alliterate. <laughs> but it's so true. It's it like is. sin is both contagious. Yep. And it captures us. Yep. It, it takes us way farther than we want to go, as Dave used to tell us. Yep. Um, but it's not just some passive thing that happens to us. Like, well, I got hit by a bus. I got exactly, hit by sin. Exactly. It's like, no, we're complicit. We headlong dove into it. Mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. a powerful thought. I know. I agree. And, um, yeah, I think that that sense of it being a sickness that once once we've sort of engaged in sin, and now we are kind of, there is like sin nature kind of stuff as well, but regardless of what we believe about sin nature, I, I think we still have all actually committed sinful sure. actions. And once we have, it's like, it's like we've sort of... Uh, I don't know what's the, like someone sneezed on you or whatever, you know, but like you, you like, you now have that virus, that virus is in you and it's, it's affecting your body. It's called a syndemic. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Hit the button. That's a button. That's a button. Oh man. What is it? Sorry. (laughs) Oh, not that button. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a, sorry. Um, Sorry, guys, Matt Dunn was saying some inappropriate stuff. I had to bleep that out. Um, but it is, it is like, it actually is. And yeah. that where sin is, has, a, has um, infected us yes. in that way and it needs to be eradicated. Yeah. So have you been honest with yourself that you have the, the disease yeah. of sin yeah. and then Christ is inviting you, welcoming you, no matter your background, yeah. to come to him once and for all. But then there was kind of a secondary note on that. Mm-hmm. And it was just the idea of... Um, Okay, now in your sanctification, your journey with Jesus, mm-hmm. post placing your faith in him, mm-hmm. <laughs> are you understanding just how much you need a doctor still or how much yeah. you can fall into unhealthy patterns? And yeah. So maybe riff about that a little bit. Well, yeah, it's like that whole notion of, okay, so sometimes even we will feel sick, but we just are kind of like, you know, if I lay down and rest, you know, it's like, I'll feel better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or like, it's almost like you're, it's almost like you just sort of you can, you can handle it yourself. Yeah. But when you realize like, I am so sick that I, there is nothing I can do. I can't take NyQuil. Yeah. I can't take vitamin C. Uh, I can't have chicken soup. I can't 
just rest all week. Mm -hmm. I can't take care of this. Like I need to go to a doctor that will assess what's really wrong with me yeah. and then heal the root of the issue. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of like that recognition. Um, and we're, <laughs> I'm not here to talk about uh, our, our good old predestination and free will <laughs> conversation we it, had last week. It does feel like that's been a theme of the pod the last month though. I'm kind does, of excited about it. it does. <laughs> but there is this sense of recognition of like, yeah. I'm a sinner in need of being saved. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like a, a good person that needs to get polished up. I'm yeah. a sinner that needs to be saved. Total depravity, as some might say. Uh, <laughs> so, but like, but it's true, and that we cannot save ourselves, and so we have to go to the doctors yeah. to be able to get um, to get fixed up, to get to yeah. get healthy. And Jesus is that doctor. Jesus is the only doctor that can get rid of the virus for good. Yeah. Jesus is the only doctor that can can remove the stain, Amen. right? The shame of, and blame of sin. He's the only one that can remove that. Yeah. We owe so much money and you need to go get debt mm. relief. Mm. You know, we owe so much money, but it's not so much money that you can just make payments. Yeah. You got to go have somebody take away yeah. that debt that you owe. So I love, I love that. And it's again, or, and then because of all of that, and because it's our fault, we've locked ourselves up mm -hmm. in a prison with chains on our, on our wrists and ankles. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. and Jesus comes in and just like, just demolishes mm -hmm. those chains, turns it to dust. Mm -hmm. And so then, and that's, what's so cool about what Jesus does. And, and what's so beautiful about it too, is he does it in such a way that he's not like, now are you grateful? You know, afterwards, like, yeah. come on, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. He, he wants our worship and he demands a lot of us, but it's not like, um, like it's not a shame and blame kind no. of situation. He yeah. longs to do that. Yeah. This is what he wants to do for us. You think, um, in speculation, but so Matthew dropped everything, followed Jesus. You think yep. anyone else at that party did? I know. I wonder, cause it seems to make sense that that would have then added to the crowd. Yeah. Right. Or like the, the core follower crew. Yeah. Like that wasn't the 12. So maybe mm -hmm. I wonder if there was like another tax collector that was like part of the 70 sure. that were sent out. That would be kind of cool. If yeah. Like, I feel like it like had to be, I feel like it had to be, Yeah. you meet the actual Jesus I don't know, at some level too. Maybe I'd feel better if like the actual Jesus sort of just like strikes out on his evangelism at a party, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, sometimes we try. Well, it's true. And, no, yeah, no. But I mean, that yeah. is actually true is that people <laughs> yeah. departed from Jesus. He poured, this is it always helped me when I have discipled people and been kind of discouraged when they don't seem to be growing. I'm like, right. oh, Jesus discipled 12 core and one of them <laughs> like <laughs> basically Betrayed turned him in. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's such a good story. I'm really loving is. Luke. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's awesome. And then uh, I'd love just to talk a little bit about Pentecost. Yes. So I brought up Pentecost because that's mm -hmm. we were. It was Pentecost Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not big church calendar people sure. here at our little non-denominational Protestant church. Yeah. But we're also not against it either. Yeah. Um, and like Pentecost is a pretty important one, right? Like. There's even some thought, like even hanging around the Davises for a bit too back in the day, but like a thought that Christ potentially, I'm going to put this very like air quotes, could return at around oh, Pentecost. At Pentecost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah, in, the, in the second advent. So there's yeah. just, there's a little bit of like, I don't know, it's just some Old Testament shading, foreshadowing of how that might happen. Yeah. Also, I mean, I've got. 
I realize like I want to preach Pentecost because like I preach sometime just actually the story because <laughs> yeah. which if we do Luke then Acts we will but I don't know if yeah. we'll do it on Pentecost Day but I've preached Pentecost multiple times from the southern steps of the Temple Mount Whoa. in Jerusalem um, because many people myself included believe that the story of Pentecost actually happened in the temple yeah. at the Southern steps, maybe even of the temple. Yeah. Um, because I don't think that's too controversial to say that. I know, but they say like a lot of people say like in the upper room or something like that sure. is where they think like something like this happened. Maybe, maybe first the disciples though, but then um, spread from there. Well, cause like acts two, one, it's on the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. all the believers were meeting together in one place. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it doesn't say the 12. Yeah. It's like all of the believers were meeting together in one place. And it's at this place where it's like thousands of people then mm. end up getting like yeah. believe and are baptized. Incredible. Right? In this place. And they think, where is a place where all these people could have got baptized at once? Yeah. And what's so cool is like right next to the the temple mount, the southern steps is where people would enter and exit the yeah. temple. That's that was like the way in and out. Um, and so right there is cause everybody had to do like a ritual bath before they would come in. I know, you know, this, I'm saying this for the listener, but, uh, as, as they come in, <laughs> as they come up the temp to the temple itself, there's all these little mikvah, which are these mm-hmm. little baptism pools that are basically just little stairs that go down into some water where people go and dip themselves as like a form of ritual cleansing before mm-hmm. entering the temple. And so they were like, well, all these people need to be baptized now. So we got all these little pools of water. Where do you think they were all baptized? It was yeah. likely there for them to be able Whoa. to baptize thousands of I've actually of never people. heard that little insight. That's yeah. cool. And if there was like all these people from all these different places that were hearing them speak in these languages yeah. and stuff like that. So anyway, um, Pentecost is this story though of it's not just about where it was, it happened, but right. is the fact that, uh, let me just read because it's so awesome. Suddenly this is X 2 2 suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled, oh yeah, it says it filled the house where they were sitting. Mm. Now, the other thing is that's that's the way people referred, that was the name that people referred to the temple. House of God. The temple was yeah. the house. We're yeah. going up to the house. Right. So filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages Mm. as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. And then what was so cool. So now I'm just um, now I'm talking. I'm no longer reading. So it's just good to differentiate. Uh, But like then that's when they started speaking in all these languages so that other people could hear the message. The proclamation went out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then what I was so mad that I didn't talk about on Sunday that I wish I had. But oh, like this was like part you're, of your schedule to say? Well, no, I actually thought about it later. It was uh-huh. like it kind of, I think I read something. I was reading some stuff about Pentecost yeah. online that afternoon. Uh-huh. Just kind of like reading some cool tweets from people and mm-hmm. stuff that were like about that day. And that Pentecost, part of the beauty of Pentecost is the diversity of cultures and languages mm-hmm all coming together as one for the gospel I see where you're going yeah. and that we were in this united Sunday yes. and it's the power of the Holy spirit that allowed them to be united as everyone could understand and everyone could come oh. together and worship as one Pentecost is like the ultimate united Sunday. 
So it makes How me good well, is that? We, we can we'll put that in your back pocket for next oh, year. Trust me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> trust me. That's powerful. Yeah, it's pretty radical. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Hopefully that excites like you guys that are hearing this, but mm-hmm. that was we were living that out. We were yeah. having that displayed for us. I so. love that. Mm-hmm. So uh, sort of connected, but um, six years ago when we were in France for our sabbatical as a family, yes, we were on in in the western side of France in this little town uh, on Pentecost Sunday, oh. and our host home, which is this really cool home that like houses missionaries and pastors for rest. So they told us they're like, oh, you got to go to this city called Scare, S C A E R. And uh, they have this huge Pentecost festival. Whoa. And I'm like, whoa, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Like, cultural and also like sort of maybe connected to what happened and yeah. the scriptures. And so <laughs> our little family of six got in our rental car. We drove like 30 minutes to get there to scare. <laughs> we show up. And to this day, I think my kids will need to be in counseling for what we saw. <laughs> oh, no. So what they do in this portion of France is they dress up in bug costumes because they're trying to scare away the devil from oh, no. the city of Scare. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily connected. <laughs> but um, And let the Holy... Because there's like a fight. Who's going to live in you? The Holy Spirit or the devil? Oh, and so goodness. they're scaring away the devil so the Holy Spirit can come in them. So everyone's wearing these gnarly, scary bug costumes. And they come up to you and go like, ah! <laughs> so it's like, the, it's like Halloween for France on Pentecost Sunday. Oh, my God. And our whole family was just terrified. People coming up to us and like speaking to us in French oh and like goodness. saying things and they give out candy too. It's like, it oh is my, Halloween. That's funny. And we were so terrified that we just immediately like <laughs> raced away from this festival, got in our car and drove home. I don't know what our host home thought that'd be fun for us. We had like kids that were two and four and <laughs> eight. And, maybe if you've grown up in that though, it's not like, maybe, like how maybe Halloween to us isn't as scary. But yeah. If, like I, some person from, I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a little crazy. So, um, That's so, interesting. Anyways, that always connects to my heart and on um, uh-huh. Pentecost Sunday, but it also shows me. I'm kind of even using the Europe reference. Yeah, sure. Boy, how far Europe has moved away right, right. from even any knowledge of what Pentecost actually means. Like, if you were to pull right. a person in France, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, Pentecost. That's the day we dress up like bugs." And you're exactly. like, "Oh, you've totally lost. This was the day the spirit." Came in and ushered in the church right. age. So anyway. And is that kind of like the Santa Claus kind of yeah. vibe of, of America with sure. Christmas? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, man. And the Easter bunny and all that yeah. kind of thing. You yeah. know, it's just sort of leading. It's interesting how there's these things. And I try not to be too like anti mm-hmm. that kind of stuff in some sort of boycotty sort of way. But it's like it is a like a slow creeping in of of something other than the, yeah. the, the point. Totally. And so suddenly now you're got bugs on Pentecost. Yeah. I wonder if they're like, yeah, do you see this crazy stuff these Americans do? On on Easter, they got bunnies all over the place that lay eggs for some strange reason. It's so true because (laughs) we actually had the Samlitsa family. Yep. I should know that. Um, That's right. Our uh, missionary (laughs) partners from Kosovo that Mm -hmm. were here with us on Halloween. Oh, yeah. And so they came to our house and then we were taking them to light the night here at Calvary. And I was trying to explain to the the parents and the kids like, okay, people are going to be kind of dressed up, but don't be scared. And you could just see like they were just trying to take it in like, Like, what? what? (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, that's good. But yeah, so that was, um, I think that's kind of like the heart of what this Sunday was about, but yeah, just so good. that part about Pentecost too, is just for us to kind of check our, like 
ourselves of, of like, hey, are we asking for the power of the Holy yeah. Spirit to help us as we go out with good deeds and good news? Is there also that power? Word yeah. deep power. Is there also that power of the Holy Spirit? And even just not to check ourselves, but just to remind ourselves yeah. like and that that you can a little bit rest in that because that power of the Holy Spirit is with you as you go yeah. and as you share and in whatever way you do and whatever sort of like way you feel like you're messing it up or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's just like, it's okay. Like mm-hmm. just rest in what the work that God will do. That's good. Yeah. So yeah. The spirit, I mean, with this story too, gives us boldness to tell everyone, to call everyone yeah. to Jesus. And then when they actually say yes, not to be jaded, like Jonah, like, Oh Dane, they actually do want to repent. That too, exactly. <laughs> it's like the spirit softens us, gives us compassion. Yeah. So soften your heart when the tax collectors or the terrorists or the people on the other side of the aisle from you yeah. uh, meet Jesus and yeah. invite them Amen. all, invite them all to the party. I had a, a way to live this out yesterday. So Memorial Day mowing. Well, I did the Murph first of all, another, another brag, but uh, have you heard of the Murph before? Well, the yeah. Murph is um, based on a guy named Michael Murphy he was a, a Navy SEAL who passed away in combat. Oh. Um, like protecting his, uh, like, um, tr- like his group. Yeah. And so every year on Memorial Day, a bunch of people around the nation do Murph, which is 300 squats, 200 push ups, and 100 pull ups, and then two mile run. You did 100 pull ups? Well, I didn't. I, 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 I didn't do the pull ups. <laughs> <laughs> I did the rows. I did rows instead. I couldn't do pull ups. I mean, you need to at least do like assisted pull ups or something. That yeah, feels like. I would need a lot of assistance. Yeah, that's intense, dude. Yeah. But anyways, anyways keep going. Did yeah. that, and then I was. You're and then sore, I came home, probably, yeah. I was super sore, but I came home like, oh, I got to mow the lawn because we're having some stuff over the next week. So <laughs> I was mowing the lawn and some skaters pulled their car up to our house and which is normal because there's a school across the street from our house. Oh yeah. So they jump out of the car and they go skate across the street. That's fine. They come back, they jump back in their car. I'm still mowing the lawn and one of the kids drops his beer can on our grass oh, like kind of looks at me oh dude and then gets in his car and drives <laughs> off and i had two <laughs> thoughts my first thought was like i'm gonna grab that can and run up to their car and be like you forgot something <laughs> and then the second thought was like you know what yeah i'm just gonna take it um and i'm gonna allow god to mm-hmm. maybe he'll feel convicted that he kind of was a punk to me and maybe god will use that for something or i'm just gonna yeah. love him despite the fact that yeah. You know, he doesn't yeah. deserve it. And that was just the spirit stopping me and yeah. on my grass because my flesh. I just want to like throw it at his car or do something. <laughs> oh, man. But that happens to us. I mean, that's, that's like that's a crazy. Yeah. It's not that out of the norm for all of us to have like, stories like that in our day to day. Right. No, not at all. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's exactly what we need to try and express that love of God towards people as much as we can. So, mm. yeah, well done, man. That's hard. That's crazy. That's so. just like, oh, the rage that just sort of like starts to build in you. Right. It's so uh, like primal kind of impulsive. <laughs> totally. And a lot of people just like that's you've got primal impulsive yeah. twitches because of stuff. And sure. so like that's a good little if you can ever start to turn that into like a just a moment to be like, oh, wait, check, check, check my spirit, you know, spirit, yeah, take spirit, over, spirit, lead me. Yeah. Um, that's important. So yeah, yeah that's good. Um, all right. What's coming up in the, we got anything in the life of Calvary this week? We got Ed Stetzer this Sunday. Stetzer on Sunday. Life group preview fair. Life group preview. Yeah. So this Sunday you'll be finding out about different life groups that we'll have available this summer, both new ones and like ongoing groups. Yep. So that's a, a cool opportunity. 
we're even we'll we'll give you a little little heads up about something we're thinking about and working on is we're thinking about doing like um sort of like a community read like a book that we would all read together this summer mm-hmm. and then encourage people to get together with um, with people, other people in the church and talk about it. We don't have the book selected yet, so we're still kind of molding it over, but uh, we want it to be something that's relatively like easy for everybody in the church to be able to read and talk about. Um, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, as much as I am, uh, as much as I'm a fiction primary guy, I think we're going to go nonfiction on this one. Uh <laughs> But uh, definitely not uh, Harry Potter. But yeah, so we're we're working that out. So just be kind of looking looking forward to that. Uh, and then coming up soon, you've, in a couple of weeks, we got Neighbor Good. Yeah, which is I don't know if you want to. Yeah, so excited about that. Actually, uh, I think I can announce this, but we have a, a guy who cuts your hair. Yes, it's going to be given haircuts. Yes, yes, and I should say <laughs> that you will if you come and get your haircut at Neighbor Good, you are getting a. Let's just say a quality haircut. If you want your hair to look like Eric's. Yeah. Yeah. It might, yeah. It's hard because it's like the, the people can cut your hair, but you have to be able to style your hair. That's, <laughs> that's like, my problem. I know. That's my biggest issue. <laughs> so I'm always like trying to ask for advice and stuff, you know, because it's like, I feel like you did a really good job and I'm just messing up. I actually, what's funny is because Andy goes to our church now, um, I do think, and it's funny because the person that cut my hair before, Jesse Brown, she like also like goes to Calvary. Uh-huh. And so it's like, I was always like, thinking on Sunday, like I have to like do my hair well because <laughs> that's funny you're thinking that. I know. I'm like thinking about like, I don't want to make them look bad. Yeah. Like their job. Like I'm standing our, dude, our faces, our hair is like on some 20 foot screen, you know, <laughs> and being like <laughs> published out to all these people. And I'm just like, I don't want to make them look bad by styling my hair poorly. Oh, that's funny. Isn't that, I don't know. Maybe I just, I'm good at putting guilt on myself or, <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. duty. No or shame, something. bro. No yeah, shame. exactly. So, but yeah, yeah. So it's much more than haircutting though. We're yeah, also yeah. providing a yeah, ton, of, ton of things for our neighbors. Really yes. excited about it. But I looked just this morning. We have 28 volunteers signed up, so we need more people. So if you're listening, you go to Calvary, jump on in. I think we need about 100 volunteers for this day. And notoriously at Calvary, we're a little bit slow signing up for stuff. So we'll get a bunch this week. But but jump on in. We need you. Don't think it's, oh, someone else will do it. We definitely could use you for Neighbor Good. That's June 10th. And spread the word for those who need It's both. Yeah, it's both. Invite people who could use the resources of an oil change, free car wash, bike Getting their bikes fixed, um, getting their haircuts. Immigration. Oh, we have immigration, like consulting that yeah, will be there. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff and some cool, like food options. Yeah, breakfast burritos in the morning for everybody. And then we're doing tacos and hot dogs for lunch. Oh, isn't there? What, what is, uh, what's the Manor Church doing? Aren't they? Oh, doing? yeah. And then the Manor Church is doing um, egg rolls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's like lots of good food It's going to be super good. Yes, yeah, so that's <laughs> June 10th. So make yeah, a note. Look up on our website. More information about that. How you can register. And then going back, June 3rd. I mean, uh, June 2nd. <laughs> Whatever next Sunday is. June 4th. June 4th. When Stetzer's here. Um, that's also Promo Sunday. Yeah. Promotion Sunday, which means. Do you want me, yo, you just want me. To, when the grades move up. Wow. What, Matt's just gone silent, guys. He's mad because it. I just think nobody knows what promo means. That's an inside word. Promo <laughs> Sunday. Promo Sunday. What are you promoting, Matt? Is it a Sunday where we can all promote things that we like? <laughs> it kind of is. We have life group promo. We have everything. We do. We do. Uh, is, ooh, that, 
we should have in the courtyard yeah. every Sunday. Yeah. Just a public like um, like a pl- a space you can just climb up on and you can just say something. Oh man, like yeah, hard pass. <laughs> Like they have this, they have this like in squares. Like soapbox? Yes, yes, like a soapbox. Here's your soapbox. You could just get up and promote whatever you want. Like, come buy insurance from me. So guys, um, the date today is May 30th. The time is 4.11 p.m. And you have just heard Matt Doan's I'm last. i ushered out. Yeah. You've heard the last words that Matt Doan says. The men in white coats are, here to, are here to find me. He's been summarily fired. <laughs> Since he did you just come up with the worst idea a, you don't ever. Do you think that's a good idea? Do you think heading into this next year and a half, oh. just having a soapbox where people can get up and say whatever they feel like oh. in the middle of our church courtyard is a good idea? Yeah. Maybe maybe in that there context, not. Let's see. There you go. Okay. Sometimes you just have to help him get there, guys. It's brainstorm. There it's brainstorm. Yeah. Throw know. things on. We'll see what sticks. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we also have, uh, this will be the last thing and then we'll close, but just also the Israel trip is coming. Yeah. So we'll have a little meeting this Sunday quickly to at 11, right after the preview fair. Right. For about just like 10, 15 minutes. So even okay. if you have to be a little bit late to your what, life. What would you find something. out at that meeting without you, giving us the whole meeting? Mostly you can have a chance to ask questions of me. Okay. I'll, I'll give a little bit of detail. I mean, details can be found at calvarylife.org slash Israel mm-hmm. as well. The whole itinerary is there, the price, the mm-hmm. what that includes, which is basically everything. And um, so, um, but like I can talk with you through security concerns. Sure. Um, which is, I mean, that's a normal question. Totally, totally. And just kind of like how you would, think about preparing yourself for a trip like that as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, but most people have questions about the safety security kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which, um, we can, we can talk more there. So that's cool. That, I'm so excited that's happening. April 1st to 13th, 2024 is the trip, but you sign up now. All right, Matt. Thank you, dude. This wait, is wait, 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 any emails? Nope. No emails. Oh. So we need your emails podcast at calvarylife.org. Ask us questions. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions too, if you want to, Wait until you hear from Ed Stetzer. Um, feel free to do that. If you have questions related to stuff we talked about today or last week as we talked with Doug about some of that philosophy, if you have more questions or it's just like, you know, everybody got everybody got a little like um, philosophically tired or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, <laughs> no, but we want to we'd love to answer your questions. But we also are here for um, just random questions that you have about life, faith, God, um, you know, dating advice from us. Um, you know, you need okay. advice on where to get your haircut. Like some yeah. people asked for, um, if you need advice on best coffee shop in old town Tustin. Yeah. You know, so there you go. Um, we're here, we're here for you. So ask us, ask us anything podcast at calvarylife.org. So thank you, Matt. Don't stop me again. I just want to end. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Calvary life podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.